I saw a video recently. This guy was, uh, he was watching, and it, this was kind of parody of this situation, and he was watching, and, and it was like a new game was coming out, and he was watching the trailer, and it said, coming in 2025, and he was like, man. And, and, then, <laughs> and then, like, he saw another one, and it said 2022, and, and he was like, all right. And then, like, like right after he did that, it added a one past the 22. He was like... 18,000 years. <laughs> Welcome listeners, gamers, non-gamers, PVEers, PVPers, and even NPCs. We do not discriminate. I'm Ovox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. Ah, and this is New Wave Gaming, and we're really happy to be here. I'm not sure what episode this is, to be honest with you, but I do know that, man, I really wanted to get back behind the mic and record another episode with you, Chuck. Yeah, man, me too. It's been a nice little break, but uh feels good to be back in the saddle. Yeah, it really does. It really does. I think this is episode seven. I'm excited. And uh, yeah, and we're really happy to have all the listeners here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, shoot, we got some interesting topics we want to talk about today. This is kind of like a new, uh, something new we wanted to try out. We might call it a uh, new wave DLC and, uh, kind of what we were thinking of doing with these episodes that we, we might do maybe once a month. What do you think, Chuck T? Yeah, sounds reasonable to me. A little DLC to boost the, the content. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, maybe once a month, maybe once every two months, but yeah, we're going to call it new wave DLC, we think. And what we wanted to do was just kind of, kind of step off the path, deviate a little bit. And, um, from our kind of our pillars of conversation and just talk about things that we find interesting, that we're, uh, enjoying, maybe struggling with, maybe trending topics, who knows, quien sabe, but, uh, that's kind of the goal here with the DLC. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So. What are some of the topics we got coming out? We should, well, we have one main topic that I think uh, Tomahawk is personally uh, very close to. Um, some struggles that he want, we might, we're going to get into regarding uh, Warzone shadow banning. Yeah. I can already see the sweat forming above your left eyebrow there, Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Back from the shadow ban. <laughs> yeah, and I think you yeah. were checking out a. A pretty popular YouTuber that you actually just you told me about. I'm gonna like I'm gonna check out some of his videos. He was pretty funny. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, something about tats. T- Tim Tat- the Tat Man. Yeah. One of the cool things about him is is man, he was actually creating a show like on a sort of video camera before like streaming really existed. Uh, you know when he was he, he looks a lot younger in the videos, but yeah, I, I mean. You know, I'm not. I'm not here to say he invented it, but uh, he was. He was a kind of pioneer in that, and uh, yeah, he, his content has gotten really good. And one of the things a lot of those streamers are doing is they're, they're spectating folks now rather than just watching their play. And, and as it turns out, that that's actually almost more interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, does this guy got like over four million subscribers or something like that just from like watching other people? <laughs> You know, do what they do in Warzone. <laughs> I'm sure he's, I'm sure his channel is much much more depthful than that. But it is cool yeah. how doing those like reaction or, or spectating videos are quite popular, and, yeah. and you see a lot. You see a lot go down. 
There's me, another guy that's one of my favorites called Sally is a Dog, and uh, I feel like both of these guys have got some some contacts at Activision. Uh, Sally is a Dog actually has his own skin, um, <laughs> like he plays as himself in the game. Uh, no way. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. In Warzone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's got glasses. He, it, it's it. I mean, it's a spitting image of him, and uh, yeah, he does a lot of that where he uh, he'll follow folks around, you know, and, and kind of spectate, spectate, and and a lot of times they're watching the stream. So he'll he'll be like talking to him, and he's like, "Hey, can you hear me?" And they'll shake their head, you know, they'll shake the camera up and down, yes, and and uh, oh, you know, at man. that point, it's kind of helpful. I mean, I mean, you know, he's offering his advice. Sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't, you know, and yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets it gets pretty interesting. But that's one of my fears is like I'm going to get spectated by a famous streamer because. You know, sometimes they'll get people that that hide a lot. You know, kind of like I've been known to do at times. You know, and, and it makes for a, you know not a lot of action. So, so they'll we start. don't hold it against you, Chuck T. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's he's like, boy, this guy seems conflict averse. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, she in the right game? No, yeah. no. Um, yeah. yeah so, so we want to touch on that because it is a an interesting topic, and well. Our co-host here, Chuck T, kind of may have had his own experience with this. So that's going to be our our main discussion here in a little bit. We're also going to talk about ARC 2, and we want to touch on a little bit of news before um, going on to those main topics, just some funny stuff that we ran into on the Internet. Um, So, hey, before all of that, if uh, you want to check us out on the social media, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, What is our... What is our thing on Facebook? I think it's uh, facebook.com forward slash new wave gaming podcast. That sounds right. I haven't Does had that it sound right, right? in front of me the last little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I just got back from vacation, man. I, I don't remember anything that of the procedure here. <laughs> We're just winging yeah. it at this no, point. No, I was kind of catching up on that page too. Like, I think you've had some good information out there, like some, some trending news stories and, and stuff. Folks should definitely check that out. There's more than just, um, you know, our regular content there. So, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. It, you know, we did. We definitely didn't open that up just to like share our content on there. It's mostly just uh, a spot where we're sharing things that we find interesting about all kinds of gaming topics, old and new. Um, so yeah, drop us a like there if you like. You can also reach us at ovoxandchuck at gmail.com. That's O-V-O-X-A-N-D-C-H-U-K at gmail.com if you want to reach us directly and well, hell, if you have any advice, if you want to just shoot us a quick message telling us, uh, if, you know, about the content, any uh, pointers, topics, questions, we're there, and we'll get back to you for sure. Um, yeah, and, it, you know, whatever you happen to be listening, us on, uh, listening to us on, if you can drop us some, a good rating, a review, something like that, we'll definitely uh, shout you out here on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Not like my boss that used to tell me to uh, direct my complaints to that brick wall over there <laughs> <laughs> really Damn, yeah. man. <laughs> is that for real yeah it's tough in the forest service man <laughs> <laughs> did he make you wear like a hat or anything like one of those pointy hats or something no i'm just kidding yeah, it's kind of a little green hat they call it the pickle suit so like, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh gosh yeah. all right uh, so let, all right, let's get into it. What's the, this first thing, man? I gotta say, normally I, when I when I saw this, I was thinking the first thing that came to mind. This is nothing against Florida, but I I saw that and I was like, Florida man, <laughs> you know, gets car and starts converting it into Nintendo, or you know, starts using Nintendo equipment to convert his vehicle. 
Uh, yeah. but, but no, no. And that's, that's, you know, in jest, of course. But uh, what do we got here, Chuck T? Lay it on us. No, like Florida man's a good one. I, I spent some time there in Florida. There's some like like you'd be surprised at the different <laughs> folks that are there. Uh, you know, around the beaches, it seems like they're all over the world. But in the center of Florida, there's actually like some real South there. You know, I mean, so uh, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, but uh, I want to say this kid's name was was Tyler Atkins, maybe, and and uh, he had. Uh, he put it like he started out with the Mazda uh, vehicle there, and and he turned a it Miata, into a, right? I think it's it a Mazda a Miata. Wii, he turned it into a Wiata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you share yeah. this with me, or, or did I share it with you? I don't remember. I think you. No, shared I it shared with it me. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. got this hot. I, that now I remember. I got this. Uh, I was I was up in the U.S. and I saw this on a IGN feed. You know, I got their uh, their news feed there on the phone, and I saw this and I was like, man, we definitely got to touch on this whenever we record next. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we got a guy. Yes, his name's Taylor Atkin, uh, and I'm just gonna read a quick little part here from the NintendoLife.com article. It says, uh, Go Nintendo has shared the work of TikTok star at TTPTNG. You can go and check these videos out directly, of course. Uh, and Tyler Atkin is his name. It says, Tyler is attempting to revamp his car by using Wii peripherals. That means the steering wheel. Uh, the steering wheel is obviously the Wii wheel. But he hasn't stopped there as Tyler has installed a fully functioning Wii in his dash. Has replaced the top of the shifter with a nunchuck, which that that was the part that I thought was the most badass tomahawk, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and has yeah. even changed part of the handbrake. You saw these, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I went and watched them, uh, like like actually on TikTok, and uh, yeah, he seems to have gotten a, a good bit of following. You know, like 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 it's almost sort of the um, the folks that are that are watching are kind of putting ideals in the comments, and he's kind of taking them and run with them and. Uh, um, it's, it's part of this sort of culture, like, like folks that are, you know, kind of pimping out their car, I guess you would say like, like, uh, he had this steering wheel thing. Um, I've saw other folks have it. It's like a removable steering wheel kind of thing. Like race cars have sort of, um, yeah, yeah. I can see pictures of it here. Um, I'm looking at the article and there's pictures. There's actually a video as well. I'm not going to throw that on right now though, but yeah, there seems to be some sort of a, like a special attachment device there where he can remove that Wii uh, steering wheel and put on yeah. like a regular one, you know, just in case yeah. like he gets pulled over on the fly and needs to be like, oh shit, I'm sure this isn't street legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of opened the door for him to, to you know, attach that, that steering wheel, the Wii steering wheel on there. And, uh, you know, then one thing led to another. And in the latest videos I've saw, he's got a, uh, he's actually gotten a little screen in there now and he's pl actually playing Mario Kart in the car. And, uh, it looks like a hell of a lot of fun. And it, it, uh, it, you know, I, I think too, like, like 3d printers have, have really opened up a lot of things like this. I didn't see him using one, but I, I have saw folks, you know, kind of in similar situations, like it, it, going that route. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool and interesting. I, like to use the 3d printers to to recreate a peripheral of some sort of a console, even though it may not actually function or like, or do you mean like to create pieces to it, to be able to adapt these peripherals to the car? Like, 
special pieces and stuff like that. Special pieces. Yeah. And I've saw folks, they're actually, they're they're taking that 3d printer and they're making like, like say they're playing flight simulator and they'll take a 3d printer and make some levers and, and plastic parts of sorts that you add to your PlayStation controller. And now you've got two sticks, like, like a plane flying that, that control the, the analog sticks. No way. Yeah, yeah, they're they're making that stuff on their own. I'm sure the the blueprints are out there. It's just no a matter way, of having... man. Are you for real? No, no, I'm not kidding <laughs> at all. Like I, I saw a guy like actually made a wheel. Like like he he made a wooden one even. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mods out there. Um, you know, was it a Florida 3D, man? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just Coastal, kidding. straight from the uh, center. His name was man. Gator. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> from Florida. Oh, I Dude. love it. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Man, so gosh, that's really, that's, that's yeah. So I thought this was cool. Um, Dude, this took me back to something that uh, I'm not sure you remember this show, but there was a show called Pimp My Ride. And the oh, of rapper, course I remember that. Yeah. The rapper was exhibit was exhibit. The, the host. <laughs> and like, at this point in time, there are TikTok videos where they'll go back and, and they'll review one of these episodes. And, and the whole premise of the, the TikTok video is like, what in the world were they thinking? Like, like they take this guy that has like, you know, not even a new car. And he's like, you know, they tell his story like he's kind of down on his luck. And, and he'll yeah. just like offhand mention like he likes to shoot pool or something like that. And, <laughs> and they'll they'll pimp his ride like and they'll put a whole pool table or something in the yeah. back of his van, you know, which yeah. like is really cool right there when they're talking. But like in practical sense, it's like it's like <laughs> the latest wow. one I saw that like the guy said he liked gambling. And uh, he had to he had to pull a lever to to get in his side door on his van, and then the the exhaust pipe had a thing that shot cards out of it, like and, oh, you know, which was cool, but it was like what in the world? And 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 so what you know the reason I mentioned all this is is um, I remember on that game or on that show they would every now and then they would either put a computer or or some video games, you know, in the person's car, and that that was my favorite parts of that. Um, I remember once there was this guy, he had like, you know, the past generations console and they were like, man, you're still playing that. Yeah. (laughs) PlayStation 2 is like the PlayStation, yeah, like PlayStation 4 is out. And like, so they, they hooked him up, you know, and got him all straightened up. But, uh, as I was kind of researching that and, and refreshing my memory on it, I was surprised that I didn't remember that there was actually a Pimp My Ride video game. Oh, really? Yeah, so you know you could theoretically go back and probably put con put consoles in a car on your console. Um, I Hold imagine. Um, so I'm checking right now. Yeah, I don't think it did super well. Like it wasn't super popular. But and one of the things this TikTok videos will point out is they'll they'll kind of like point exhibit out in the background like it sometimes when they're revealing this stuff and you can see the look on his face like he's just like this is crazy <laughs> like no like shit. he's. Yeah, and I, yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Pin My Ride is a simulation racing game published by Activision. Oh, Chuck, <laughs> your boys over at Activision. Your boys, Atari uh, rejects. This game is based on the popular MTV show of the same name. It was released in 2006 for the Wii, Xbox 360, PlayStation Portable, and PlayStation 2 consoles. It was planned. It was pan- pained, panned. 
It was panned for its awful physics, lack of replay value, and repetitive gameplay. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Bam. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say this show's kind of there, too, but um, it, this guy... I, I liked how he was getting his audience involved. Like, like I see folks doing that on TikTok and and kind of responding to the comments. And, and sometimes it goes in a bad direction. Like people get you know hurt by things that are said or whatever. But this seemed like everybody was kind of enjoying uh, the thing. And the last thing I saw there, kind of, he's at this point where he doesn't know whether to do another car or, or like add more consoles to this car. And that led me to the thought of like, what else like could you do? And uh, you know, I think one of the first things I thought was, you know, could we have a PlayStation 4 by 4 or, um, you know, the PlayStation wagon, possibly. Mm. Oh, man. oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. That's a yeah. hit right there. Next by Subaru. PlayStation wagon. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Dude, as a child, my mom still reminds me of this. I wanted a green station wagon. That, I, I, I told them that I wanted a blue house and a green station wagon. And apparently, everywhere we drove, I pointed them out. You know, and uh, I have a blue house now, so I just need my PlayStation wagon. A family truckster there would be pretty nice. Hey, get yeah, after uh, it, man! You're on TikTok. Just yeah, like, hey, I'm but- coming at you, Tyler Atkins. <laughs> Then I thought about, uh, remember that uh, there was a, a vehicle called the Geo Tracker? It's yeah, like little, I do remember yeah, that thing. You could make the Neo Geo Tracker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this is an interesting story. I think they were like, uh, some some people were wondering, like, what what's, what's going to come next? You know, if they're going to do another vehicle with another type of console, maybe PlayStation or something like that, Xbox. But... There's not much more to this story. It's just really cool. And you can check it out. Uh, again, the TikTok thing is... Well, Chuck, you're on TikTok. How does that work? How, how do folks follow uh, Tyler if they want to check out his little Nintendo I, whip? I think the easiest thing is just like his username was something like P P T T N G or something is what I ended up like typing oh, in. Yeah. But it, if, oh, that, um, okay, that's... Uh, I have that here. It's It says at T-T-P-T-N-G. Yeah, if you type that in the search part of uh, there, you, you'll you'll see him. And uh, you can follow him from there and, you know, get his new videos as they come out. And uh, yeah, yeah. And and the funny thing is, is like that'll also like this algorithm is, is it's it's pretty slick. Like it'll it'll figure out you like video games just from that. And, you know, it'll 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 put some content your way. Um, yeah. So well, they got to keep you watching, man. Yeah. It surprises me sometimes. Like I'll see something that I'm not interested in, and then as I watch it, I'm like, "Well, maybe I am." (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Algorithm, take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Take my data, baby. (laughs) Oh man. So what else we got, man? The next art, the next uh, topic we wanted to bring up was about a legend. A true mm. legend with a capital L. In fact, the whole word probably is spelt with all capitals of a legend. John Romero. Yeah. What's he mostly known for? Creating Doom. Yeah. Quake. Doom. Quake. Uh, and I think he was involved in the first Wolfenstein, but don't quote me on that. 
He's but, actually responsible for scaring the crap out of Chuck Tomahawk on a number of occasions. <laughs> <So I'm> thinking, <laughs> I haven't recovered from the scars of the original Doom at this point. Like, pretty sure I was over at my buddy's house one time and went out to pee and outside and and thought I saw some of those Doom characters after me. So I haven't been the same since, really. Really? Yeah. When I see his games, man, I, I it's a it's a little unnerving. Like. You know, I mean, they're interesting. I, I, I it, it definitely draws me in. You know, as I mean, you got a pioneer here, like like a, a legend in gaming. But um, yeah, the vibe is 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 a pretty. It's kind of headed down that Dark Souls road, you know. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, man. I feel you because I remember playing those games when I was extremely young, and they had already been out for some time. So when I got my hands on them, I think I was seeing versions that, in some regard or another, had already been like. Uh, you know, polished a bit more. Like they were, you know, there was, it was a, a, a smooth experience playing Doom and Quake and stuff like that. I don't remember what consoles I played them on, but I got to play them. And I also just remember feeling a tremendous amount of anxiety playing Doom, man. Just because you never knew what was a coming around the corner. Yeah. And there, and, and you know, you had to continue the pet, you had to keep going and you'd run into some crazy, scary creatures. And, you know, as I remember that first game was sort of like, you got this free part and you made it to where you were essentially going into hell, you know, and, and you had to buy after that point. And, and, you know, once you got down there in hell, like, you know, it was, I don't know. There was just something that was scary enough and real enough to me that, um, it, it kind of it steers me away from these games just a little bit, and and you know I, I think as as I was looking at the story, one of the things that stood out for me is is just you know they're kind of talking about this Unreal Five engine, and and that sort of led me to you know I think uh, want to know a little bit more about that and and what that means. Um, did you get a chance to look at at, at it, you know, and kind of what that entails? And and um, well, so. I don't think we actually mentioned what uh, John Romero's up to, but he's he's had this plan for some time, and I think his uh, I don't know if it's his wife or it's his girlfriend, but it's a lady with the same last name as him. They they've got Romero Gaming, I think it's the name of their studio, and they've been making or you know scheming on making games. She made a game. I don't remember what it was called. Something of Sins, and it Empire of Sin, yeah. <clears throat> Empire of Sins. That's it. And she made that. She designed that game. They released it. It did all right. But I know that John himself, according to some articles that I saw, he's been planning on this game for some time. And yeah, it says here, I'm, I'm looking at the PlayStationLifestyle.net article uh, released a couple of days ago, July 19th this year. A new John Romero game announced. Doom Creator is making an FPS with major publisher. And indeed, he, uh, in his... Uh, and it's, I think it was on Twitter, but he announced they're going to be doing it on the Unreal Engine 5. Or Unreal 5 yeah. Engine, sorry. Something like yeah. that. I think I saw that that sort of term, AAA or major studio, I, I think, you know, get thrown out there. And uh, it's almost come to the point when I see that now, I think, um, you know, kind of more like, 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 say, in the movie industry where you've got sort of the blockbuster, like you're you know, superhero movie, blockbuster type style movie. And, and, you know, you sort of, it, it kind of puts you in a genre almost or, 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 you know, 
there's some baggage that comes with that, like kind of what we expect in a game like that. And, and, uh, yeah, it made me wonder. Um, I didn't see a lot of details about exactly what this game's premise was and, and, you know, other than them being a first person shooter and, and, you know, we would assume it kind of will work in some ways, um, you know, as the other games have. Um, but I think for me, I, I, I'm not sure I'll play this one. I, I think, it, you know, it'll be on my radar. And if I could, if I start really hearing something, um, yeah, you know, it, it'll attract me to it. Uh, it'll well, kind of make, yeah, no, agreed. It's gosh, it's hard to say. Cause I haven't really played or seen anything from the Romero game studios. Uh, well, I haven't played anything from that studio, but I did play Doom and Quake, of course. And I think that was when he was part of IP, the developer IP, I think was what it was called back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I just found this to be an interesting to- uh, news article because it could potentially be something very amazing. But it's just so fresh. There's actually no, there's no more news than that, that we got... Uh, Legendary John Romero and his team from Romero Games, they're working on a new, an all-new FPS. And the, what I found interesting as well is that it's so fresh that they're actually hiring. So, like, if you're a programmer or a designer or, you know, into the arts of, and stuff like that, into, in, into this type of, uh, you know, jobs, <laughs> mm-hmm. you could potentially work with these guys, and that would be fascinating. That would be really cool. It says... Uh, says Romero Games is hiring for all new FPS. Join the team. It's a new dawn for Romero Games. We're working on a major publisher to de- we're working with a major publisher to develop John Romero's next shooter, an all new FPS with an original new IP. Our team is expanding and we're looking for talented people for all positions and at uh, and at all experience levels, particularly particularly, gosh, I can't speak right now. Those with Unreal Engine 5 experience. Yeah, I probably should have asked first, but I went ahead and shot your resume over there for the uh, multiplayer, <laughs> in charge of multiplayer for North America. <laughs> for bagging on my squad mates? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I looked at some of the, I think it even said something, no experience necessary up, up toward the, like at some place I saw in there. And, and as I read those job description, I was like, mm, I could probably get these people coffee, maybe. But, I mean, uh, it'd, be, it'd be fun just to work around them and see how they do all that stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you go in and you work for free or something just to get some experience and, and, and see, you know, but uh, I... I think it's interesting that we're kind of like almost fanboying a little bit about a, a, a game developer here. And, and one of the things that I kind of took away from that unreal engine is that, uh, with a lot of this, the actual scanned in things and, and the tools that they've given folks in there, it's, it's kind of emphasizing creativity rather than, you know, in the past, I think, I don't know when I thought of a game developer, I thought of a nerd, you know, somewhere that's, uh, you know, really good at, at computers, but maybe doesn't have much of a personality or a creative side, you know, so much to them. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I like the idea of, of, of developers being able to focus on creating an experience and, and mechanics in the game, you know, in addition to instead of, you know, having to program a mountainside or, yeah, you know, yeah. 
like oh, because of the, memory somehow or you know those kind of things you mean because of the capabilities of the unreal engine yeah yeah i, I see some pros and cons there I, I, it was funny as, as i went I, I watched this um it was sort of like like the folks from Unreal's sort of unveiling thing. It was almost like Steve Jobs style, where they were up on a little stage. Oh, and they you were, saw that? That was a do- that was yeah. a cool video. Yeah, and I thought it was funny how you could see those guys weren't super comfortable being up in front of the camera talking, but but they got their message across. But it, and it, and it definitely seemed inspired by Apple's sort of unveiling type things. But um, one of the things that crossed my mind. I think they have this thing in there called Lyra or something that that's kind of like almost like got a game already that that's sort of a save you some time kind of thing. Like if you're going to make a shooter, there's there's things you're going to need like guns and and stuff that they've already got in there. But man, I swear, I I, I started on this game called Splitgate uh, here a few months ago. I was looking for some new games on Steam and I downloaded something called Splitgate and. I really recognized like things from the Lyra as we were running around, like, like as they were kind of demonstrating that. And I, I thought, you know, is this homogenizing games in some ways? Like, like if, if, if everyone's using this, does it, well, um, I mean, what, well, what do you mean exactly? Like, do you think, I, I like, guess it's, it's just, you, you is know, everyone going to start using unreal engine five? And well, and are we going to start seeing similarities in games that 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 are made from it? And you know, I think I, I yeah, I just as as he sort of was showing this process of how you know you build a staircase and things. I'm sitting here like, and I'm looking at him like, you know, I almost can kind of like see a level here in um, you know Call of Duty or, or you know more the the multiplayer side of of Call of Duty than the larger open world. Uh, you know, type type war zone situation, but um, yeah, it just made me think. Um, yeah, is, is there a downside to this? Is there something you know we'll start seeing? You know, all games no. that are the same kind of thing. Maybe I mean I just think it's the next it's the next uh, evolution in you know Unreal's engine, and um, if it happens that a lot of creators and developers start using that engine. You know, it'll be, it'll be a great time. It'll be a great environment to see what those developers are capable of creating with the new engine. Like you said, it's, uh, it's different. I think it, ha- uh, two of the features of this new engine is one of them is called Nanite, I believe. And the other one's the one that you mentioned, what's it called? Lumix or, or Lyra, I think li- li- something like that. It's something with an L. Yeah. Sorry. But anyways, the Nanite one. It's fascinating because, and I'm probably going to mess this up, but essentially what it does is allow the developer or the creator to put a lot of different stuff, a lot of of information on one single screen, you know, at, at, at at one moment, right? So I remember them mentioning like they were in that same video that you were talking about, they got to a part where there was, uh, the guy mentioned that there were like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of statues in this open room that the, that the little game character walked into. I think the character was like a girl. She walks into this huge tomb and there's just tons and tons of statues. And the guy was saying something along the lines of there being like, there's like a hundred billion polygons in here. And I remember just going, what? You know, what? This totally like boggled and mind blown. And uh, especially because, you know, 
I think like a month ago, we were talking about another video game that was very like it was tipless spear technology at the time, and they were only using like dozens or hundreds of polygons. So to go yeah. to talk about that, which was only maybe like 20 years ago or 15 years ago, to go to this Unreal Five with with billions and you know millions and billions of polygons and triangles, that's just mind-boggling. And part of that nanite. Um, technology that enables that and allows that. The other side of that coin is that while they're able to have all of that stuff on one single screen, it's not taxing your system. It's not mm -hmm. like, it's not just like, you know, if you're on a PC, it's not just like completely heating it up and the fans are just, you know, like, and you're, you're not going to hear your PlayStation just vamping up from a mile away, you know, and you know what I mean? So, it, mm -hmm. it, it enables them to have all of that information and at the same time not tax out your system, not overrun it or, you know, overload it. And that's just so yeah. cool. Yeah, I certainly feel like the the like the pros outweigh the cons here. But, you know, as, as I was sort of looking through it, I, I, I did think of that. But, you know, I, there was another section in there, I think, where they were showing like where they had actually like scanned in photographs of, of so many things. And you had this like you know, just image like data bank of images that, uh, you could, uh, you could access. And then they were also creating an app where you could take your phone. Uh, I think the example they used, there was a girl there and she was like putting her own chair into the game essentially, you know, as she was developing it and, and, you know, kind of scanned her chair in with her phone. <laughs> That's the other huge, yeah. huge, um, characteristic of Nanite is that, uh, the way that they get all of that information into this, into the video game is different now, I, I guess. And I, this is another thing I'm probably going to completely mess up. Um, you know, listeners, you got to see this video that they released. It's been out for a while now. You've, you may have already seen it. Then you, you know exactly what we're talking about. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. Just look for the Unreal Engine 5, un uh, what is it called? A uh, presentation or unveiling or something like that yeah, on YouTube and you'll find it. it. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. But so apparently they kind of just they don't have to do all of this uh, design work and creation of everything that they want to put into the game. They don't have to, like, build it from ground uh, from square. Uh, what is it from square one or from the ground up? They basically can just create it uh, separately, potentially an artwork and another program or whatever, and upload it into the game, which basically just cuts out a whole bunch of time. I don't know how they do that. Mm -hmm. I know it's more, it's probably more complicated than that or potentially way more simpler than that. But basically, like you said, like that person just uploaded the chair into the game and boom, there it is. And they can yeah. work around it. And that's just fascinating. So yeah. tying, tying that back into our boy, John Romero, you know, I wish him all the best. It looks like they are still hiring people. So there's a long, uh, long way to go. But, uh, Obviously, he's certainly capable of creating an amazing game, and it looks like he's in dealings with a huge publisher. So it might be something very uh, successful, fun, uh, replayable. Hell, it could be the next, you know, war zone in terms of addictiveness. Uh, yeah. depends, on how, depends on how scary it is for me. Would you agree, Chuck T? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't do nightmares, but uh, I, I I'm you know a, cer a certain you know new th gameplay something along those lines. I, I'll, I'll definitely get in there, 
and um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I, 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 I'm invested at this point. I, I feel like just sort of looking at it and, and, and also like as this engine unveils, one of the things that that video they, they had made, um, I think as a demo, this uh, Matrix Awakens game, and I've been just pacing the floor waiting for the new Matrix game, and, and they've kind of teased it on Xbox a couple times. We thought it was going to be announced pretty recently, and, and it, it just hasn't happened yet, but uh, mm. I, I, I really enjoyed the original Matrix games. Um, they had that um, I played bullet one of time type thing like like where when someone shot at you you could dodge the bullets like you could slow yeah. time down and dodge the bullets and man it was so much fun oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so hopefully um who didn't want to be neo right no yeah. i want to be neo no, i want to be no, just <laughs> <laughs> you can be trinity uh, yeah I, I i definitely you know kind of want to see that uh, I, i'd love to just watch the demo or, or you know some game footage of, of that and and uh, a chance to play it and, and kind of as they were pointing out in in there i saw some crossover where you know kind of some of the special effects they're doing for movies it's the same program it's that same unreal engine that's creating you know some of the uh, the computer graphic cgi i get computer generated yep. images yep. That, that we see uh so um yeah, I, I, you know, they point out like it's it's indistinguishable from reality. Um, yeah, I saw a, I don't know if it was a game ranks, but I did see a video where they were just listing like 15 things, I think, that the Unreal Engine 5 had uh, that were created by just developers and creators out there. They just submitted it or, or made their creations with the Unreal Engine 5. And um, photorealistic, man, just like it. Lo- oh, sorry, I got a I got a little hiccup stuck. It looked like like a movie scene. It looked cinematic. You know, it looked like mm-hmm. you were looking at something in, that was in real life. It was it yeah. was amazing what yeah. they can do with this engine. Yeah, I, I and again, I, I don't I don't think it'll I don't think there'll be any negatives. If anything, you know, there's going to be other engines out there getting developed that are they're going to try and compete with that. If anything, and I think that the developers and gamer uh, game developers that do use it, they're going to find their own ways to to extract every juice, every drop of energy, every drop of, of potential out of that, out of that engine. So let them at it, you know? Yeah. I, I think something that that's kind of associated with this, that might be a way, um, you know, to kind of, kind of move on to, into some of the other topics that, that we had talked about is, is sort of, do you feel like at times that games get announced like, like, you know, it'll say, you know, coming soon in 2023, or whatever, and and it's really common for that to be added to, and and they'll they'll also like announce them. I feel like just a little too far out. Like, like you know, it's like coming in twenty twenty five, and and um, I saw a video recently. This guy was uh, he was watching, and it, this was kind of parody of this situation. And he was watching, and and it was like a new game was coming out, and he was watching the trailer, and it said coming in 2025 and he was like man and, and then and then like he saw another one and it said 2022 and, and he was like all right and then like like right after he did that it added a one past the 22 he was like eighteen thousand years <laughs> And that's what it feels like. You know, like we just found out. And then a one comes down. Why did you say that? 
<laughs> you gotta send that to me, man. I gotta find that. Yeah, yeah it was great, man. It kind of clued me into that, and and it, and it happens, and and um, you know, I think we're 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 going to talk about art too here in a minute, and and you know, we we were getting twenty 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 two for art two, and now we're getting twenty twenty three, and you know, yeah. it. it, it uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting how that that works, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this uh, yeah where John pulls out for us. Yeah, we got to keep following that. We got sorry, I was just making a note real quick. We got to follow that. Um, keep everyone posted. We'll keep posted. We'll keep y'all posted, and we'll see what gets announced. Right now, there's a lot of ground to cover, but yeah, best of success to Romero Games, to Mr. John and uh, Brenda Romero. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are married. Founded by John Romero and his wife, Brenda Romero. And they're based in Galway, Ireland. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so as, that is a great segue on Unreal Engine 5 because our beloved ARC, and in this mm-hmm. case, ARC 2, is going to be on the Unreal Engine 5. And I remember seeing that, that, uh, that trailer, and it looked so beautiful. Now, it wasn't a gameplay trailer, but it did look amazing. And what was particularly uh, eye-opening was seeing Vin Diesel's face on that T-Rex. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, can we talk about that first real quick? It still like makes me kind of just like scratch my head. Like, and, and, and check this out. I heard, I read in an article, it might be in this article here, actually, everything you need to know about Arc 2. He's actually like, a, a true fan of the game, man. He's put in hours, hours yeah. into Ark, and he's uh, he's like truly, truly involved with the development of the game. When I first heard that, I kind of was like, "Yeah, I mean, he's probably like contributing or, you know, you know, participating in some regard." But he's actually like the president of a major department of the development of the game. <laughs> that is a bit surprising. I've found over the years, it, uh, you know, gamers surprise me sometimes, like like who they are. There, there was this guy I worked with that that I would have never guessed, you know. And, and at some point, uh, he, he was a smoke jumper, and I got to know him, and and I asked him what he did, you know, in the winter time, and and he was like, "Man, I play games all day." <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> it, 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 it's so you jump into fires <laughs> and play video games. <laughs> I, I think it's cool about our community, you know. That, that there's a lot of diversity out there, and in uh, different things that bring folks in. Um, so, you so mean yeah, in the man, Forest that, Service? Yeah, I'm, and I mean in, in video games. Oh, sorry, my like bad. in gaming in, in general, um, you know. And uh, I don't know a lot about Vin Diesel personally. You know, I, I guess I've saw him as a character in movies, and, and uh, you know, kind of in, enjoyed him. I, I haven't done the Fast and Furious movies uh, as much as, as as other ones. I remember him as this character Triple X at some point. I, I kind of liked. And well, I think there's only uh, like two. You should be able to knock them out in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah, two two yeah, seasons. Two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Now we're on foot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Vin Diesel's in it. I'm looking at a picture of him here. He's got all this, like, ink on his shoulders. He's all tatted up with like blue, like tribal type colors. He's got, you know, a bone necklace on, a bone headband type thing, and a long stick with a spear. You know, like a spear type of device. And he's fighting off 
some weird like cannibals or something. And uh, but I think what we really wanted to cover here was something that is a little bit disturbing to myself as a huge Ark fan. I'm a huge fan of Ark Survival Evolved, the first installment of this, um, you know, game. And uh, it's gosh, I've probably put more hours into Ark than any other game. It's definitely my all time favorite game and it's near and dear to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I was scrolling there on the YouTubes and saw a, um, gosh, what's his name, Chuck D? He's a great, Nooblitz. 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 Great content creator for uh, for ARC on YouTube. Like, he's got all those how-to videos and stuff like that. I, I've i definitely checked out a few of his vids, especially Taught when trying to... a lot of what I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out to Nooblitz and his, uh, and his team. But anyways, he has a video that said, like, you know, why Arc 2 might fail or something like that. So obviously I clicked on that with a lot of anxiety, to be quite honest. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. why has Nublitz got a video named like that? Mm-hmm. So we get in there and basically, long story short, it says that they had announced that this game is only going to be in third person. And additionally, that they were going to change the mechanics uh, in a what seems to be a big way, making it a Souls-like, and I think they're talking about Dark Souls, right? A Souls-like melee combat game and mm-hmm. I don't know where to begin I don't know where to begin uh, you know I, I I went through a lot of emotions with this too and and you know I think it's important to note that Nooblitz points out at the beginning of his video that he's making this video with the intent of helping the game because he cares and he wants it to be better he's not just you know being a pain in the butt or you know trying to yeah you know, put people down or anything like that so 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 you know i definitely that opened me up to to look at it with um with sort of an open mind but as i looked at it I... no chuck t there are no open minds here <laughs> it has to have first person and it cannot be a soul style fighting game i i had no <laughs> I, I i'm not as worried about the things that that he's worried about is, is probably the nicest way i can put it uh, you know the, 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 that's kind of my hot take on this is is if i still if you never knew arc one existed and i said hey you know ovox they're making a game in the unreal engine 5 and there's dinosaurs and you can tame them like and you know, you're not going to ask me, like, is it in first person? <laughs> <laughs> Fist pump would. Fist pump would. And I know there's other people out there that would. In fact, they're going to hear this and they're going to write in now and they're going to curse you out, Chuck T, just for saying, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, don't do that. Well, don't do I'll that. St- I'm going to start. I'll, I'll do the rest of this podcast in third person. Chuck Tomahawk don't have to take no crap from nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Tomahawk likes <laughs> games in any person that he can tame dinosaurs in. <laughs> yeah. Copy that. <laughs> hey, put away See, the bolas, so man. Bad. Put away the bolas. <laughs> it's not so bad. You know, and yeah, I, 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 I definitely want to finish that thought. But as far as the third person... To me, it seems fairly easy to fix too. Like, like if you go in there now and look at sort of what you can do with the camera and things like that, it kind of blows my mind that it won't be in there somehow anyway. And he kind of acts like you're going to be 
like the third person is you 40 foot tall. But if you really look at it's not that different. Like the, the view is right behind your head essentially. So, so the dinosaurs still look huge to me. No, man, it's different. Like, well, it de- I guess it depends on how immersed you naturally, uh, you know, and, and just as a person naturally get with games. Like, I remember the first time I ever played Ark, you know, we, I spawned in on, um, what was the very first map that Fist Pump and I spawned in on? I think it was, it was either the center or the island. Um, I'm going to say it was the island, like was the very, very first. But anyways, point is, is, the very first time I spawned in, like, you know, you, you wake up on the beach and, like, you see the sun and, all, like, the open skies and just the huge open area and all the trees and the way with the great um, soundtrack or what's that called? What's the, 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 the right way to call it? The score? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the score or soundtrack, you know, the music was just so perfect for the moment. And... Uh, Man, a lot like the actual official trailer, I remember like just seeing these dinosaurs and I was just going, what? You know, just it was very impactful for me. I remember feeling goosebumps on my arms. And then from there, it was just one thing after another, just complete like immersion and that feeling in your body where you're just completely in the game. You feel like you're part of the game and you're fighting off these creatures, you're fighting off the elements and... You know, you're you're just trying to figure out how to like, God, what do I? How do I craft a simple pick? You know, and, and just that whole, that whole, um, the whole dynamic, the whole way they set that up, the developers. You know, the the game is so perfect, man, in so many ways. Like the mm. DNA of Ark Survival Evolved is perfect. It's like a mutant of games in its own way. It's like a like somebody like took the DNA of the perfect game and created in a lab and said this is going to be the dna of the perfect game and then wildcard studios did it Mm. and that's i'm talking dna because arc survival evolves certainly has bugs and issues it certainly does you know i think there's an assumption here that that we're not sort of putting out there is that that the game will remain static. Let's say they do make it third person only. And you know, there's that backlash that, that he's predicting possibly. And, and, um, you know, I feel like they, they'll add it later if it's, if it becomes that much of an issue. And the only reason I can think that they might do that is, is sort of, you know, the other thing I feel like, like we should talk about here is, is that they're revisiting the mechanics. One of which is, is sort of the, the combat, and, and it's going to have some lock-ons and, and things like that 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 New Blitz was concerned about. And, and Ugh, you know, as, it, like he, his example is like <laughs> you're running from several predators and, and you know, you're locking on to all these things. But I've never saw a system like that that couldn't be turned off or its sensitivity be changed in some ways. Like, I, I feel like the Fallout games, you ever play any of the Fallout games? I haven't. I, I've only played a little bit. I got one for it as a birthday present once, uh, and that combat to me is is like what he. If it was like that, I would be worried. Like it's it's almost like has a Dungeons and Dragons feel to me at times. Like it's not so much live action as it is sort of like, um, it's very slow. Like like it's kind of like I I almost pick like what I can do and and 
throw it at you and and it, and it plays it out rather than me like sort of ah uh, yeah you know, sorry, sorry to hit the mic there but uh, yeah it's a weird combat system and I had a hard time adapting to it and I, I think there's probably ways to adjust the settings in there even that I didn't know about at the time that that might have made my experience better but it turned me off. And I almost feel like that's probably why they've done this. Like, as you see, as, as I think he was calling it, he was comparing it to Elden Ring, like where they're, they're sort of rolling around and locking on to, to different targets. And, and um, I liked the ideal of, of I, I think, in that, that he mentions that you might have sort of like, say, a... Um, like a special move or something, let's say like, like you get a combo in on a dino or, or something like, like that. Like, like, you know, I do feel like at times, like I'm, I'm grossly underpowered for what I'm fighting. So, so I, I could, you know, if I we could just, get a, we can't have that style and have the perfect DNA that I just described in the same game. We just, it can't, it can't be that way. And then the other way, Unless, unless you're I, right, unless they put in an off button, like the the Souls melee combat thing, put in an off button. Third person, put in an off button. Yeah, I think it'll be in there. Like, like, and if not, mods will will create it anyway. Like we're not playing on the the way they intend it now. You know, we typically play on modded stuff anyhow. So, um, you know, I, I feel like it'll be all right. I, I think, you know, for all the reasons that you stated in the beginning of why we love this game, it, it, it'll be there. I'm going to buy it, you know, even if I don't ultimately turn out to like it. Um, so so I think, you know, hopefully that at least gets it out there. And, and uh, Nope, you know, I'm not going to buy it no more. I'm not going to buy it no more. <laughs> Hell with them. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I'm I'm gonna see, yeah. I'm gonna see. I'm you know, I'm not gonna buy it right away anymore. We'll see what happens. There's still a lot of time. Um, but if that's you know like, I uh part of the Ark Survival Evolved uh, experience in there is that everyone's kind of on the same level, at least in the very beginning, and they're on the same level in terms of the mechanics of the melee and the mechanics of the PvP. So what, something that concerns me about the Souls-like melee and targets locking and all that stuff is I think it's going to make just the natural flow of PvP and the, the you know, there's a, there's a lot of, it takes a lot of skill in ARC, especially with how, especially on console and with how, you know, the frames per second and all that stuff, you really got to, there's skill behind it. And sometimes there's no skill at all. Sometimes it's just unlucky. Sometimes, you know, as we say, uh, anyone that plays Ark will know this. You know, sometimes you just get arced, yeah. and you know you might die or whatever. But if there's like, if my character's locking onto stuff while I'm trying to like defend myself from another PvP or something like that, it, I'm, I just I'm trying to think of the scenarios, and it doesn't make sense in my head. It doesn't. It doesn't flow. Yeah. I, I I do feel like you know I'm gonna trust that that they'll they love the game like I do the people that are making it and, and they're going to make it good. Cause I can sort of see the other side of this, um, especially like in sports games, like somebody that's played, you know, 30 years worth of John Madden at this point, like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get Madden 21 and Madden 22, there's no difference. And, and people say that all the time, you know, of, of just sort of like, why are we doing this again? And, and, uh, you know, I think if the news was that nothing was changing, I, I would also not 
really be that thrilled about it. I would I would ask the question, then why make another game? Um, you know, maybe just make another map for the current game. So I I kind of like that they're 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 doing this, and I think the cream will rise to the co- the top. If there's something that's just jacked up, we'll let them know, and and they'll they'll fix it because they they've evolved the other game. Um, you know, so no, I'm gonna no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue to be unbending, unreasonable, and unfair. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's uh, it's still early. It's going to release in uh, 2023. So we'll see Four. what they all... <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> you know, next decade. 18,000 yeah. years. <laughs> but... No matter what, I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to end up getting it too. It's going to be on the Unreal Engine uh, five, so it's going to look amazing. Um, I but- think there's something significant to that. I don't mean to interrupt, but we uh, previously we had talked about this, and I, I felt like the news that this was coming out on PC first. But one of the things I noticed about the Unreal Engine five is that it pretty much has things ready to go for all consoles and even mobile and PC. If you use that, it that work is is done for you in some respect, I imagine. Um, so, so that yeah. might mean that they release simultaneously. And, and I want to say he said something like that in the video. Um, so, well, we're not um, going to get it on PlayStation uh, out of the gate. It's actually an Xbox exclusive, and it will release on PC as well. I think they're going to copycat what they did back in uh, when they released Ark Survival Evolved. It only came to PlayStation um, after the exclusivity period ended with Xbox. When okay. that, and that's fine. That's totally understandable. But look, my, my final comment on this, even though it probably won't be the final comment, is that <laughs> <laughs> they already have the DNA for an amazing game. In my opinion, you know, it's, it's perfect. And, there's pl- and, and, and I know that there's plenty of... Uh, players of it that have probably sent in information to wildcard. I'm sure they have their own creative team. there, always thinking about stuff that can be added to the, the game that they already have. And I think that if they just took what, if they took the DNA from Ark survival evolved built on it, made it, uh, brought in more stuff to do or more, you know, who knows what and fixed the bugs that the, that Ark Survival Evolved has, like remove those bugs, use the full potential of this new engine to completely wipe all those bugs out. You know, like the thing where you pull your bow out and it will not load an arrow or there's an arrow, you know, just that stuff, you know, little holes in the map where you get stuck and you can't, you can't get out. Just all those little bugs. If they just fixed those completely wiped them out, built on the original DNA of the game that they already know is extremely successful that continues to have tremendous amount of players always on there, even today. They they do a great job, man. They keep content coming our way all the time on Ark Survival Evolved. We just got Fjordr, and it's an amazing map. I'm in love with this map. Mm-hmm. You know, playing uh, Fjordr with you has been so much fun lately. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm right. Uh, I'm right there with you, and and. You know, I think if anything, I lean just a little bit more where I'm just going to trust the process and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll kind of use the example that, that Nublitz used there. He he mentioned that they had released this game called Atlas, and that was essentially like a, a sequel to, um, to Ark. And I went and looked at that game, and 
You're not taming do dinosaurs. Well. You're not taming dinosaurs. Well, it, I don't think it was a sequel. I think it was just they they You're, tried they tried to use that DNA to uh, in a pirate type of game or something like that, and it didn't work it, out. It definitely had this, you know, where basically the goal of the game was to survive, but it it didn't have the taming, and and to me that's what brings me back to Ark and and. Um, you know, I, I played that game Sea of Thieves. I mean, it's fun to be a pirate for a little bit, but not like Ark, not not like when I can tame stuff. So, so I, you know, I, I feel like his intentions are, are good here, and he's wanting to make the game better, and, and I'm glad that, you know, obviously in a high-profile way that feedback is out there. And, um, yeah, yeah, just excited right. to see see what rolls out the pipe. And uh, um, I'm going to play it regardless, I think. But um, what will tell the tale is after it's been out for, say, six months am i playing that or am i going back and playing arc one that know. will tell the tale yeah yeah and and it'll just be it'll be interesting to see how all of us you know the fans the the, the diehard fans of arc all of us that just continue and continue to play on that you know it, it keeps bringing me back man even if i we even you know even when we got wiped when we were on that pvp server uh, a couple of weeks went by and I was right back there like, hey, hey, Dan, you know, what server are you on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what cluster are you oh, on, yeah. Chuck? Yeah. What and cluster are you on, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> like, I never even, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I know you've got more time in on it. So, so it's a little, you know, fresher, newer to me, but uh, I, I'm addicted to it like nothing else. And, and, uh, and yeah, just excited to see where this goes and, and glad they're making new things and. Um, yeah, but hey, wild card. Keep the original DNA, fix the bugs, and you guys will kill it. I swear, we'll all be there, and I'm sure a lot of new coming gamer, uh, new coming fans of Ark will be there. Just you know, or add an off button for these new things that you want to add in that are completely different from the original DNA of Ark Survival Evolved. Por favor. Please. rápido. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so now that I've gotten all my anger out and my frustration, I'm just kidding. Do you have right. any frustrations and angers you want to get out, Chuck T? <laughs> A little Mr. Bit. I, AKA Shadow Ban. Yeah. Free AKA Chuck T. <laughs> free Chuck uh, T. <laughs> you know, I. I'll just kind of lay it out there. You know, recently we were playing uh, some multiplayer and we pretty much were sure we had a cheater in the lobby. I, I was actually having oh, some... Tell everyone what we were playing, just so that we're all... Uh, we were know, on just... Rebirth Resurgence, I think, and and uh, we had a four-man team, a four-man squad. Warzone. Yeah, and um, I... Um, I think for somehow my mic had got set to push to talk and I couldn't communicate with y'all, but I could hear you and, and, you know, I could hear what you guys were talking about that one guy was cheating and, and I can't say it really just hit me that way right away, but I did get kind of shot through a wall not very long after that and was like, okay, that's a little weird. And, and, you know, but it's still like, I think maybe full metal jacket, you know, could have, could have done that, you know, possibly. And, and, uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I think I heard someone say like, "Well, let's, I'm reporting him," and and you know, right about that moment, like I, I think as a as a possible like like we finished that match, and as a way to maybe fix what was going on with my microphone, I just reloaded, 
And when I went to do that, I got a, a text message that, that asked me to put this code in, like to get back into Blizzard, which was just incredibly unusual. Like I've never had it do that, but it, uh, that happened. I didn't know that. You, yeah. I don't think you told me that part. Yeah, so I get this message and and it's legit. Like it's it's I went through a similar process later as I was trying to fix this problem. And uh you know, I didn't really think much of it then and and I think we we continued to play a couple more matches. We got the the audio fixed and I was able to talk to y'all. We had a good time and and things were over and I think even that afternoon um you know, I think you guys had to to go on about what you were doing and, and I still had a little bit of time and I thought I'm going to, I'm going to jump back in and, and went to do a solos match and I just couldn't find it. And, and it wouldn't find a match. It, it would, it would just continually increase the ping. It started around 30 and just kept going up, you know, kind of increments of 20. And I, I just thought, well, you know, it's just freak. Something's going on here with the server or it's really busy. There's not people, a lot of people playing solos and, and just went on to bed or something <laughs> like that. And, um, you know, got up the next day, went to go into a solos match. Same things going on. It, it just, you know, I mean, we've Couldn't all had it take a while. Like, but I mean, this isn't going at all. I'm talking 15 minutes of, of sitting there just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I tried all the different models of game and it would allow me to get into to to the to quads resurgence. And um, I got in there and I... I had to be on a team. Um, so, you know, I got to talk to a couple of people and I intended to ask someone, does anybody else feel like their account, you know, that's in this lobby feels like their account might have something going on, but it, it just wasn't that, you know, people weren't real friendly, right. Right. In the group that I got stuck with. And, uh, well, and so, now that kind of makes sense now that I, you know, in yeah. retrospect. So, yeah. So, so I go on and, and, um, you know, this goes on for a few days. Like, like I can only play that, and and even that takes a while to load, and and uh, still can't get into a solos match. And I start reading about well, hold you know, on this problem. No, 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 hold on now. Like, I want to backtrack real quick because right about at this point, uh, ladies and gentlemen, right about at this point, Chuck T reaches out to me and says, "Ovox, I think I've been. I think I think something's going on with my uh, with my Warzone account. I think I'm getting." monitored or you know i'm under review i think my account's been suspended and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i was my first <laughs> chuck t you're already laughing <laughs> like, in the back of my brain i'm like man i don't i don't know about that that doesn't sound right to me i think maybe chuck t's on glue or something mm. but uh <laughs> smoking the pipe but, uh so i i, I wasn't 100 percent sure it didn't make any sense to me um and, you know, you described to me that you couldn't find any solo matches. And I was just, you know, my brain went into like, well, how would this normally work? What's the logical process when something like this would happen? I'm like, well, they'd reach out to you. They'd send you an email. Why don't you call them? Um, did you do anything in particular that may have been considered cheating? And I remember we had like a 10 minute, 15 minute conversation about it. And basically we all come, at that point, I was just kind of like, well, sure, it, it could be. It could be. Mm -hmm. And I think I remember telling you, well, you should give yeah. him a call. <laughs> give yeah. <him> a ring. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as I remember, you just directly said, I think you're smoking crack is, is what you said. And, and I think With it was love. Oscar Wilde that said, uh, your real friends stab you in the front. Uh, so 
<laughs> I did consider you a real friend. <laughs> he doesn't hold a lot well, of punches, folks. I mean, uh, when I, it comes I, to I, Chuck D. I, well, guys, 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 we're not that good. <laughs> I don't well, know why Activision would put either of us in any like you know, and this didn't happen to me, but I'm just you know with. With much love, that's kind of like my initial thought was, I don't think so. It just didn't make sense to me. And if they had, I figured that they would have reached out to you in some regard. But I didn't know that they sent you that text code thing either. So And it, but, it didn't really say anything about, you know, being banned. It just said, you know, we need you to do this to log back in. But yeah, something was strange was afoot for sure at the Circle K right there. And uh, <laughs> so I, 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 I went through that process and then... You know, I, I I did my research before I mentioned it to you because I knew it wasn't going to be you know easy to to get this point across and and <laughs> oh, you know your that. reaction was was like I expected and and you know you you hit me with a lot of the the normal things like like start your router like like you know what it had said to do sort of in the the the, the instructions there have you done this have you done that and you sort of pointed out like probably isn't a lot of people playing solos and I I knew in the back of my mind. And, and, you know, to really fully show my thoughts, it did cross my mind, like, did, did Ryan and did they accidentally report me? (laughs) You know, know, it never crossed my mind that like, you know, somebody did it intentionally. I I would never report you, Chuck, unless there was a button for, for being a savage. Yeah. You know, I just thought, you know, being a savage. Maybe accidentally, you know, it's like you, you're just jamming it in there and like, like for whatever reason didn't oh, notice that, that, <laughs> that it would, but, but it, it, I, I, as I start researching this, like, like I started typing in, you know, Warzone can't find match, still searching for match. And you start seeing folks going through this problem. One sim, simple fix is like your, your phone number needs to be updated. But, um, you go, I went through the support system of Blizzard, which runs the servers for, for Activision, as I understand it. And and when you finally get to the answers in there, it tells you that this is handled by Activision, like enforcement and, and security is handled by Activision. So that ultimately led me to, to Activision and you get there and it's kind of like support. And then it's like, what game you do you need help with Warzone? Uh, what kind of problem are you having? Is it a performance problem? Is it a security problem? Is it, there, there's like four choices. You pick that. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes you through this tree of sorts, and at the end of that, it doesn't really allow you to report anything. And the only options, if you if you try all the options, you can get to one that says that you if you've been banned, you can appeal it. But it, once you hit on that actual appeal button, it tells you right away that temporary bans cannot be appealed, and and so you're sort of stuck. And you start researching and finding videos and whatnot, and and you see this has happened to people. And um, yeah, you know, I I still don't know for sure that it happened to me, but I know I had some of the symptoms going on for it, and you know, weren't really having any problems with any other games that would have you know pointed towards it being something with my router or or those sorts of things. No, and, and your name, your your gamer tag isn't offensive at all. I mean, compared to a lot of gamer tags I've seen out there. Yeah. Um, it's important that you point that out because there are other things that you can get banned for than just like like killing too many people or something that you know that that you could you could you know say something inappropriate or or you know something in those natures and and 
you know, you, you know, I mean, you were on the game with me. Nothing like that happened, really. But um, no, we certainly don't cheat. I mean, we're I would say we're probably right in the category of, you know, a normal war zone player. You know, we get we're like a standard in terms of how good we are. You know, just we're regular old players. We're not horrible. Um, but we're not, you know, getting the blue ribbon wins every single session either. So, uh, well, and I have to admit too, like when I saw the word shadow band, like I immediately go to nonsense. Like this is BS. Like, like I, I just, I've seen that people talk about being shadow banned on TikTok and, you know, different things. And I, and I'm always just sort of raising an eyebrow. Like, yeah. did you type in, was I shadow banned on Warzone? Yeah, and it, you know, you start doing that after a while, and you start seeing like that's sort of what led to that Tim the Tapman video. And and in that video, he interviews this guy that, or he ends up spectating a guy as we mentioned earlier, and 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 ultimately they have an interview at the end of the game where he talks about being shadow banned and what had happened in his case is he was actually really good. Like Tim, the tap man was calling him a demon. He was like, you know, this guy's just annihilating. I know that was funny. He's like, he was a demon. This is a level one demon. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, this is a brand new account. Like, how can this be? And so he, he, he asked him, you know, to kind of chat at the, in the post game lobby. And the guy says, yeah, like I'm really good and, and, you know, I get several kills and I think he was getting like those high level kill streaks, like where you're in a plane and you can see how, like, like I think he says little Johnny is playing and all of a sudden he feels like he's gotten aimbotted because he got shot from across the map by a plane mm-hmm. and, but the plane's just OP man. Yeah. It's and overpowered. He re- and he reports you. And if enough people do that, ultimately you get put in this review type scenario and I, I read another article where when cheating was kind of at its worst in Warzone, like kind of before they did the the ricochet thing and put the, mm-hmm. the mannequins out and all that. Like they had to do something and and what they did is Wait, they the mannequins? Made, I'm sorry for yeah. stopping you. What what's the mannequins thing? As I understand it, that's how the ricochet works. Like like it, it's it's put they've put those all over the map and and that aimbot is attracted to them somehow. Um, yeah. Okay. So, we, yeah. We, you you got to tell me about that sometime, man. All right. I don't sorry know a ton about it, but but I do know that's that's one of the ways that works. But uh, but so, anyhow, yeah. When when Warzone was at its worst, they 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 had to do something, and what they created was this sort of under review lobbies of sorts, and and so anybody that that has been reported enough times or for whatever reason is suspected of any kind of breaking the rules of conduct instead of just immediately banning you they put you in a group of 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 folks in similar situations and they'll put you in a lobby together and it is the lobby from hell dude i was flying i, I was actually parachuting in while i was playing that lobby and i wasn't floating i was diving and and a guy like 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 i was i was almost like parallel to the ground like zipping across and he he he's got a, a an smg and he just points it toward the sky and takes me out and you know i mean you're just kind of like mm. <laughs> <laughs> you just you, you were flying like perpendicular straight down straight to the ground no i i, I was flying like like more flat okay. like like kind of yeah, horizontal i, horizontal, I, I, I okay. may have said perpendicular but but um um, no, 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 yeah. you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, yeah kind of good. parallel to the ground. Like, like, okay. like he, 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 you know, just ripped me. Laser beamed you. Yeah, and I was like, okay, and and they they mentioned, you know, this is the lobby from hell, and and I have to say, like, like everyone was just 
I don't know. They just weren't super nice, like, like acting in there. Like it wasn't about like together. Some guy was like, "Give me your money, orange," and like, you know, and I was just like, mm. but uh, uh, um, yeah. So so you know, I do think during that time I was kind of in that review thing. The one thing that makes me think not is is about everyone, including that guy in the Tim the Tapman video, says it lasts for seven days. And uh, well, I've heard cases like where it lasts 14 days or lasts, you know, a month and, and that kind of situation. But uh, for me, it seemed to last about five days and I checked it every day and just one day I could get back in. And, um, um, you know, that that's pretty much the end of that. And, and I have to say, dude, it was an incredibly helpless feeling like to know that you've done nothing wrong and you've paid in like to these games and to just simply want to sit down and play. Like I just had gotten a new computer. Like I wanted to play, you know, and besides just playing with you guys, I wanted to play my solo matches and, and it just hurt somehow. Like, like, you know, but I also, I tried to think about, you know, they have to do something. They have to, but it would have been great to be able to know. And, and as I could tell, like I saw some, like Reddit type articles where people had been able to figure out that they were a shadow band, but I couldn't find it. I, I could not like get an answer of any sorts. And, and the thing I kept hearing was, is there's nothing you can do. You've just got to wait it out. That's what it looks like, man. I mean, I didn't even, like I said, I, I was hesitant of this until, cause it just like it first to me, it seemed like them putting you into lobbies with other potential cheaters seemed like, it didn't seem like a very, um, it didn't seem like that would be their policy in dealing with this. I was like, oh, that's cool that they would just put cheaters in with cheaters and let them all just get, get effed, you know, so let that, like that's, I didn't think Activision would be that badass enough to do something like that. You know what I mean? I didn't think that would be a part of the, you know, I, oh, yeah. I figured they just like email someone you've been suspected of cheating and blah, 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 you know, very formal, you know, not that this isn't, but a very like square process. That's why I was telling you, yo, you should just email them or call them or check your email or whatever. Like I was, you know, per standard other, like how they deal with it in other companies. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until you shared the article with me from support.activision.com where it literally says here, definitions, account under review. If a player is, and I'm quoting from their website here. If a player is suspected of violating this policy, their account may be put under review to determine if any infractions occurred. Accounts under review may be matched with other accounts similarly under review. When the review is concluded, the account will either be returned to normal matchmaking, there it is, or it may receive a temporary or permanent suspension. So there it is. Clear as day. And to me, as I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this, and, and I... I, I tried to sort of think of an avenue I had to get at them. And, and it kept coming back to my mind that I had spent money on, like I actually own Vanguard and, and these things. And, and, you know, it's kind of weird that I'm not being allowed to do this. I'm sure I've, I've agreed to it somewhere in the, the terms or something, but I, I sort of noticed that the fact that you're not actually being stopped, it's just really been slowed down and, and put you in a different lobby sort of answers that question. It's not exactly like they've took it away from you. They've just altered it a little bit. And, you know, I, I felt like that was possibly to hedge their bets a little bit, but, um, I mean, if you think yeah. about it, it's kind of cool that they do that, I guess, instead of just completely cutting you off, if you're suspected of, 
cheating. They allow you to continue to play uh, to some extent, even if you're in a lobby with other potential cheaters. And it probably helps them determine very well, much more, much more efficiently if you're cheating or not. Because like if let's say, you know, let's let's just assume that that was happening to you and you're in this lobby with 10 other players and eight of them are cheating, two of them, one being you. It's going to be very clear that you guys aren't you two, you know, the mm-hmm. two that aren't cheating. So they're going to see like all these eight, pl- these other eight players using aimbot, or they can see you through walls or whatever the g- cheat they're using is, or the, um, the advantage they're taking, you know, they're you're getting, it'll be identified much quicker than if they just suspended all of you, you know, you're all out <laughs> and then they got to go case by case and figure out, you know, and I don't even know how they would probably go about that uh and what do they you know how would they do just completely close you out make you start a new account entirely um so it might actually be like i'm okay with it i'm okay with it and and if i ever get blasted by some you know little kid or something that's super angry or whatever at me or and they just keep reporting me for some sort of form of cheating or boosting or whatever you know how there's like a few options in that list when you report someone and then Activision decides to put me into like review. Hey, you know, as, as long as they're doing that and they're actively working on getting cheaters out of that game, which they'll never be able to do entirely, but it's certainly a lot better than it was in that in that heyday of cheating that they had when uh, when um, what was it Verdansk was still the main map. Ooh. Yeah, and I saw someone made the comment that you know at least you can kind of keep yourself warm at night knowing that cheaters are in that lobby from hell, you know, having to live with that and, and, and it's tough on them. But I, I will say like, as I, I think about just enforcement and security and justice in the world, like I think the standard is of sorts that we would rather see 10 criminals go free than punish an innocent man. And, you know, especially when it comes to things like the death penalty. And, and I mean, you can pretty much say that when you're, your account has been banned. It's, it's similar to a death penalty of sorts. I mean, uh, there's hundreds of hours in those guns that I've, I've, you know, unlocked in there. Um, yeah, it felt heavy handed. I, I can't help but think that, that probably they had to do that. And maybe in their original setup that they did err on that side of not punishing the innocent in, in any case. And cheaters were just, having a field day like you say in Verdansk I mean it got to a point where that was you know obviously happening and and uh you know I, one of the ways I saw is like like the the streamers will point out that that when there's only like you're on the second circle and there's only you know 30 people left on the map that obviously somebody's cheating like it just doesn't go like this like you know they've played thousands of games and they know yeah. you know kind of at the second circle there should be around 50 60 people in the um you know when ultimately if you play long enough though they'll, they'll, you, you'll get killed by them and you can spectate them and, and i've even seen them you know we talked about this once before where they they interviewed an actual cheater and uh, yeah i remember that <clears throat> but yeah yeah it was a tough experience all the way around and, and i'm kind of like you at least they're doing something and and i tried to be objective and and not you know get butt hurt about it but i i will say there were some moments and, and especially you know i it, 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 it did 
I didn't want to be that dude, you know, that's like, hey, man, like, my, <laughs> I've been shadow banned. <laughs> like, you, you know, it's like, like, it, it, it just, you know, when I hear you that You were crap, that dude, man. That's how I was I looking know. at you when you first saw me. Like, oh, come on, Chuck. You didn't get shadow banned, man. What are you talking about? And then I read that and I was like, oh, shit. I kind of owe him an apology. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I well, said I was sorry. You were right. You did. You did. And, and I didn't hold it against you. And, and you know, but I did know what you know now when I when we had that conversation and had to just kind of be like, eh, okay, maybe. Like, yeah, sure, Ovox. <laughs> and, and, I, and I pointed out, like, all I really want to do is play. You know, I just yeah. want to play. Like, like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have to be right on this one, like, you know, or whatever. I just want to play. And that's, you know, once I could play again, it's, it's kind of over. I mean, it's fun to talk about it here and, and uh, interesting to see, you know, that it's happening other places and I, and I can see how, and, um, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I think it's just, if you, if you play Warzone a lot, just stay away from anything that could be considered cheating. And I, and, and we don't know what it was that set their alarms off for you and for your account, you know, or what, or if it was a bunch of people reporting you, who knows why, you know, it could, it's hard to say. And again, I mean, like you said, you're not a hundred percent sure that this occurred to you, but it is a hundred percent a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I think if you play Warzone, you know, now that we've checked this out, you know, go on to Google, check it out. Just type in call of duty, security and enforcement policy. It'll come up somewhere. The very first thing it says, and I'm quoting from their deal here, all infractions undergo a thorough review process by the security team before enforcement. Before enforcement. So they put you in review before enforcement. You were in review. Mm -hmm. And they had you in those hell lobbies. So that's before they enforce in their description here. The account holder is responsible for any infraction on the account. We apply penalties no matter who was playing at the time. Active enforcements are tied to Activision accounts and are implemented across all devices linked to the account. Cheating, modding, hacking will not be tolerated. This part's important because I think players could fall into this without really knowing that they are going to be looked at as cheaters. And, and it's good that they put this here. It says, avoid tutorials and services that offer ways to modify your camo or other game content. Anything that suggests altering the memory on your console or PC in order to acquire new gear, items, loadouts, or other game content is considered cheating. We will enforce accordingly. Mm-hmm. I could see a lot of people <clears throat> potentially falling into something like that. We're like, oh, okay, well, this isn't cheating. It's just another service. It's just another product that's uh, affiliated to Warzone, you know, and they'll get sold on something that's not necessarily true. And then it's, you know they're not affiliated or whatever. And they, now they're, you know, whatever the case may be. And then they, they get reported. If you look at the page, there's a bunch of things. Um, they've got review periods, minor offenses, temporary suspensions, permanent suspensions, and extreme offenses, spoofing, circumventing security, unauthorized software, pirated content, unsupported peripherals and applications, boosting, glitching, griefing, offensive behavior, improperly obtained downloads, Unlockable content, decompiling or, re- or reverse engineering of game data. I mean, you know, watch out. Yeah. Cuidado. Cuidado, wey. <laughs> <laughs> Ojo, cabrón. Precaución. <laughs> Precaución. Muy peligroso. 
<laughs> get that hitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Spanish you learn while driving roads in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Of, you know, no, it's raining right no, now. It was, it was a heck of an experience, and um, I, I hope I don't go through it again. And, you know, I, I, I don't really hold it against them. I, I know one of my takeaways from it is that is a darn good game because there was a moment where I was just like, screw Warzone, I'll just play... <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there's nothing else. What am I going to play? Battlezone or Battlefield? Like <laughs> not anymore. 2042. Like, like yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had that moment where I was like, you know, well, screw them. I'll to just, hell with I'll them. Just, I'll just play. Dang. Like, and you know, then my next thought was like, like I saw somewhere one surefire way to tell is if you could open another account on your same computer and get in there and you can get in. You know for sure that that first one's being shadow banned. I started through that process and you get to a place where they want a phone number and they, it has to be a unique phone number. And I'd already yep. used that other phone. And I thought to myself, like, I wonder if they have something in here that is watching what you do once you've been put under review and like they see that you just tried to open another account with that same email and, and you know, that might, might be another mark against you. I thought, well, there's another week in the lobby from hell for trying that. But, uh, <laughs> I, did. I thought about using my mom's phone number at one point. No, like, don't get mom, man. What if she's <laughs> calls you someday? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, of course just, I play Warzone. <laughs> yeah, I just had to take it, man, and 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 it was frustrating. I I, I played Ark is is really how I dealt with it, but, uh, but yeah, it it it's out there, and um, you know I think it's just part of the reality of what we've got to go through to keep the cheaters out of the game, and and um, man, I I just, I just don't see where that motivation comes from, and and I, I yeah, I, I wish it didn't exist, but. Live and learn. And Live and learn, man. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, if anyone from Activision ever happens to hear this, I promise, Chuck T is not a cheater. He's an angel with blue Dude. eyes and a southern accent. And been playing Activision games since I was a kid. So I'm with <laughs> you guys. We're on the same team here. Uh, right um, on. Well, hey, I think we should start yeah. wrapping this one up. Do you have any final comments on all of these wonderful topics we've covered today? No, I think I'm going to go work on my... Uh, PlayStation wagon here and uh. <laughs> start pimping your ride. Yeah, yeah, I think so. No, I, I, I've enjoyed this episode, and this was fun. I hope uh, hope everyone enjoys it too and is doing well out there and uh, catches us on the next one. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm gonna say this before we go. Wild card. Keep it going like you had it. Don't mess with the original DNA of Ark Survival Evolve. You got a winning formula. Just take out all the glitches. And give us another amazing survival experience. And Activision, keep it up. Fight off those cheaters. We hate them. They suck. They ruin our experience as uh, amazing as as huge fans of of Warzone and all of those Call of Duty games. We love them. Chuck T is definitely not a cheater. Don't need to susp- You don't need to put him in review. And um, yeah, that's about it. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Chuck T, thanks for your time, man. I love you. Yeah, I love you too, brother. Thanks for your time as well. And, uh, see you guys on the next one. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>